it to the Easy Yoga Podcast with myself, Geminis, Easy Yoga founder, author, yoga coach, and relationship coach. It is my pleasure to have you here and for you to feel energized, calm, happy, and for you to have the perfect relationship with yourself, your partner, and your family without seeing a family therapist, changing your personality, or leaving your job. You will learn techniques and things to help you guide you through a better life through health, meditation, yoga, journaling, nutrition, and all things yoga for you to have the life you deserve and crave and for you to love yourself on a soul level. Thank you so, so much for being here today. And I am so grateful and so full of love to have you here. Enjoy this next episode. Hello everyone and welcome back to another episode from Easy Yoga, all things yoga, well-being and relationships. And today I have a very special guest with me. Her name is Ria Mehta and she is a health innovator, yogi and is also a classically trained singer who is on a mission to bring ancient South Asian mantra medicine into the world. And her second single, Warrior Princess, which is amazing by the way, is out now and the music video for Bright Light will debut worldwide on the 26th of November. Mantras have always left Rhea in a better place, whether that being helping her fall asleep as a child, calming her busy mind, or connecting her to something greater. And it is now her mission to bring these ancient healing tools into the modern world at a time when we are all need when we are all in need of healing. So welcome Rhea, thank you for being here. Thank you so much for having me. That's all right. So yes, what's your story behind all of this? What's my story? Um so I, um, I grew up with, with mantra, so I feel very, very blessed that um, I do come from um, a South Asian ancestry. I grew up um, with my mom as an um, immigrant from India, um, working very hard in a rural, rural Northern Canadian community to uh, preserve her culture. I mean, she just worked so hard to make sure that, um, that you know, she was able to maintain a lot of the rituals. And for her, a big part of her family rituals um, was mantra. It was it was mantra music, um, and um, and so I'm just very blessed that I had the chance to grow up with you know with with these beautiful sounds, these vibrations in the home. It was my you know alarm clock growing up. I would wake no, up turning dance and chanting, and that was you know that was my wake up call to go to school. So I feel I actually feel really really lucky um, that you know she worked so hard to preserve the culture, and so you know a lot of these mantras like I was I was. A lot, like like a lot of us, not forced into chanting, but definitely, you know, they were just sort of. I would I would just repeat them without really thinking about the meaning and the pronunciation. I was just sort of like I m- remember chanting Gayatri Mantra before bed every night because that was what oh. I had to do um, at light speed, you know. So I never really like took took time to really think about the mantra, but it's I truly believe that you know its effects were working on me. And I, I, like you, you mentioned in my bio, you know, when I couldn't sleep at night. My mom would always tell me just chant the guys three months that you know, and it's a I, I could really feel the 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 magical effects. Um, and so when I you know years later um, I started studying yoga. So I studied sound ceremony at the yoga forest in Guatemala. And oh then wow! Went to um, um, Sattva, a yoga academy in Rishikesh, and studied yoga. And I was sort of reintroduced to mantra through the yoga community. And I realized you know it's it's a gift that I that I you know, I, that I'm part of the ancestry, that I have 
that I have this deeper understanding. And I, I remember, you know, people in my class were kind of, we were learning the mantras, but they were looking at me and they were like, you know, what do you think? <laughs> and they were like, oh, we like the way you're pronouncing it. And so, you know, I think that was sort of very much tied to my origin story of bringing the, bringing the mantra music into the world, which is, you know, we learned so much about, um, about pronunciation and meaning and intention. And I realized that I had an actual gift in that I, you know, I do have a, a very deep connection and spiritual connection. Um, and I feel like these mantras are so potent um, and they really do bring, you know, bring us to the spirituality of yoga. Like yeah. they, they, they connect us to that, just like breath does, right? It connects us to the spiritual, yes. spirituality of yoga, which is really, you know, the, the main, there was a main intention behind the, you know, the origin of this yogic ancient technology, right? It was, yeah. let's keep the spirituality going. So I thought, you know, what if I could start by turning it into music um, that, you know, will allow people at least to, because, you know, obviously when it's not our primary language in Sanskrit is a beautiful language. You're obviously familiar, familiar with Sanskrit as a teacher, yes. the language of the nation. And it's, it's not really meant to be spoken, but it's very, very potent. And so I thought, you know, let me, let me start by sharing, sharing this music in music form so yeah. that more people can just access it and to tell people like, you don't have to, you know, get bogged down with like trying to like pronounce it properly or, you know, or, or understand the meaning, just receive it and, and yeah. their way to receive it then in musical form. And then, you know, then if you really want to build it into ritual, there's obviously a practice and, and a ritual that you can, that you can, you know, that you can bring into your life. Yeah. But you don't have to start there, you know? So it's kind of like a, a teaser into, into the spirituality um, of yoga. Yeah, yeah. Because I think as well with the Western world, we tend not to, in general anyway, not to use the Sanskrit. And I found actually that I've nearly, nearly forgotten all of the Sanskrit words in yoga because it's really bad because I just teach in English because I found that a lot of people just didn't understand what I was trying to say when I was doing it in Sanskrit. And I feel that's really bad because it's come from India thousands of years old and we should keep that tradition going. But for some bizarre reason, the Western world has changed it as everything seems to change when it comes over here. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm really happy to hear you saying that. And I think, you know, it's it's really about the teachers trying to preserve, you know, the, the, the teachers and the teacher's teachers doing yes. their best to try and um, remind their students to, you know, to work hard because it's, they're, they're long words. I mean, especially yes. in, the, in the asana form, there's like, there's, you know, they're, they're hard, yeah. um, but they do connect us to that spirituality, right? And if we're thinking about carrying this ancient medicine into the future, um, you know, losing Sanskrit, I believe is, is going to, is going to disconnect us from the actual spirituality of yoga, which I, I do believe is where the potency and the magic comes from. Yes. Obviously there's, there's a physical aspect as well when we're practicing asanas, but we all know that yoga is, you know, more than the asana. Yes. So I, I think, yeah, being able to, so my, in my music video in particular, you know, I'm, I'm, there's a, there's a moment where I'm, I'm sharing the mantra and it's almost like a teachable moment where yeah. I actually have the, the mantra written out. So I have a subtitle written out. And in the very beginning, I'm, I'm also sharing the, def, the, the English translation of the mantra. So I'm doing my best to try and find a way. Cause again, it's so, it's like students, especially when we're, when we're training, it's, we're trying to learn the moves. We're trying to like, we're trying to get over the fear of like having to teach this to an audience. And so yeah. having to then learn the Sanskrit words is like an added layer of, you know, just frustration. Yeah. Um, I think hopefully in in the in if we're able to be a little bit more creative in how we teach the Sanskrit and if we make it fun and creative, yeah. I'm hoping that 
um, I'm hoping that we're going to be able to also, you know, carry Sanskrit as a language of divination into the future. Yes, yeah, I think it's certainly needed to carry on as well, definitely. And how long ago were you classically trained as a singer as well? Did that come from school or where did that come from? Yeah, so I um, am very, I'm very blessed that um, I, especially someone in my life about seven or eight years ago, you know, they, they just kept hearing me sing and, and they, they knew that I had this gift. And so, much, so I'm very, so I, I should back up and say that my mom, I do come from a line of singers and they're not, they're my, they're, there's some classically trained, some not, but, but very like beautiful, beautiful singers. My mom would be invited to temples to basically bless oh, wow. them with her mantra music. So oh, it was more than my mom just sort of singing at home. Anytime she would sing, the room would just quieten and actually people would tear up. Wow. So I, from, from, you know, from the beginning of my life, I felt like, you know, the, the music around me was, was like soulful music. It was, you know, the, it was, it was tied to healing. It had, it had a healing purpose. Yeah. And so there was always music around, but my mom was such a beautiful singer that I always felt so nervous singing around her because I was like, how can I ever compare to this amazing singer? Um, and so I always sort of sang and, you know, like we all do in the shower and the background and, and yeah. when, when no one's listening. Um, but this one special person ended up buying me lessons because they were like, oh. okay, so, you have a gift. I'm going to get you your four lessons. And so that just turned into, um, oh. that was now eight years ago. So that turned into me working with multiple teachers and, um, and it's Western, it's Western trained. Um, so, you know, I, I'm, I'm very lucky that I happened to, with my, one of my vocal coaches, you know, years later, um, talk her into working on this mantra project with me because, you know, yeah. she, she comes from a, Jewish background. She had some experience working with the indigenous, the Cree, the Cree indigenous community as well. Um, but she doesn't have a South Asian background. So she felt a little bit nervous to support yeah. me. And also, because uh, I did shift around some melodies with the mantras. And so it was really nice to be able to, you know, to invite her in and say, look, you don't have to come from the ancestry, but let's just together, you know, commit yeah. to, to holding that intention in the, and in the, and, you know, carrying the authenticity yeah of the origin stories with yeah. us project um and today i'm now i'm now training um with hindustani uh, with a hindustani classical guru or teacher so i'm now learning um the you know the the indian the eastern yes uh, yeah classical form which is very very difficult but um but actually a lot more um just a i i, I feel a lot more um connected to the to the yeah. culture yeah yeah and how do you do it so you're calming your mind do you use the mantras to to help you yeah so you know sleep better and stuff like that yeah so you know mantras i mean mantras are our medicines right so i'm that's that's how i how i was you know taught to use them um and so you know even if we're just chanting them they're they're already they're always working on us so they're cleaning us they're cleaning us through the vibrational through the through the through the vibration of the sound, but also through the so they're 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 cleaning us to the vibration, but then they also have these like spiritual messages that are built in. And so um, I I I personally use mantras. Um, there's you know I guess depending on which mantra we're we're working with, there's a different there's a different purpose, right? So I use the Gayatri mantra specifically to heal just my my chatty distracted mind because yeah. that's really the purpose of it it's the purpose is to heal our anxieties and to you know allow us to move from the dark to the light um the om, om namah shivaya mantra which is my second track that that one's all about helping us connect to our higher or our eternal self so that's a lot that's really allowing us to you know just to 
step out of this, this, our kind of our ego self and enter into our divine self. So I think whenever I'm trying to call in abundance, so during like new moon, um, I will, and even full moon, I'll, I'll chant the Om Namah Shivaya Mantra, or when I'm just trying to really like, the the track is called warrior princess. So when I'm really trying to, you know, invoke the warrior princess within me, um, I'm, I'm working on that one. So, um, and like I said, you know, as a kid, when I like, I couldn't sleep, um, and actually a lot of, a lot of, I've learned through sharing my music that a lot of, um, a lot of my friends have been sharing them, have shared them with their children. Oh, wow. Um, and, and, and they actually had mentioned that sort of when, when the music, when they listen to my track, their kids just like, I've had multiple people tell me that their kids just stop whatever they're doing. And just, wow. so, I'm going to have to try that on my children. <laughs> yeah, I, I would, I would just, I would love to hear how it goes. And so there's, you know, again, there's, there's like multiple things, there's multiple things happening at once. Um, but I think, um, you know, again, all of them, based on the, the words that are, you know, that are baked into these mantras, there is, is sort of an individual uh, spiritual element to all yeah. of them. Um, and I'm hoping that, you know, it, the thing is, like, is, as much as I, I share the meaning and I share sort of the intention, everyone's going to have a different experience, right? Yes. Like, yeah. Om Namah Shivaya in particular, I used to chant that to my father when he was sick. Um, and, um, and so naturally when I, when I, you know, went into the studio and I, and I meditated and I recorded it, there's, there's going to be grief there and it's, and it's beautiful grief, but there is grief. Yeah. And so, you know, people do feel that I have, I've had people come back to me and say, okay, well, I'm actually using this to heal, wow. um, you know, to heal my pain and to heal my trauma. So wow. I think there's, you know, there's, there's these meanings and there's different ways to use them, which is obviously in practice, we can use them and we can use them to sort of give us energy and, yeah. you know, first thing in the morning or end of day to calm us down. Um, yeah. And so I think we can really like work with them in whatever way that we need. Um, but then there's also, you know, then there's also the spirituality based in the meaning. And then there's, of course, the vibrational power, which is, you know, just going to like penetrate our body yeah. and bring us a lot of peace. Yeah, yeah. Because I try to be in my higher self a lot of most of my time. And, and then also, yeah, especially when I'm meditating, I just feel the abundance around all the time. And then I get like a tingling sensation. And I know different people get different things when they're meditating. But yeah, just to bring the whole spirituality into it is just incredible. And just asking your guides how you can how you feel better or what do you need to do today to help you within your daily life what will make your your day easier and and things just come and i think you just need to be open to that and i think more in the western world now people are tending to be it but a lot of people will just be like yeah whatever (laughs) and that's why i mean that's why it's nice to have music on that's like Sanskrit so we're not really like because sometimes when we're hearing music that's in English and it's sort of giving us these like pep talks sometimes we do end up saying like like showing a little bit more resistance to it um because we're like we're I'm fine like I don't I don't need your you know I don't I don't need your guidance so in some ways it's nice to have it in Sanskrit because it's like we're trusting I mean we're obviously trusting that that the words are you know wise and supportive but then we can just sort of like you know, more easily just sort of connect to the sounds. Yeah, yeah. It's really lovely. I've only just got into, I suppose, doing more um, mantras and yeah, bringing it into into daily practice. But I think a lot more people will do need to do it because it just has such an amazing calming effect on you and, and also a healing effect. Yeah, yeah. And then also, you know, chanting it in in community is also then there's another added layer of just like connection with others. Um, which, you know, we, we tend to feel that when we're practicing yoga in group, 
in group yes. form, but it's so much, it's a, it's a completely different experience when you're, and I'm not sure if you've practiced Kirtan before, or no. Pavita, where, you know, you're basically like sitting in a room and then you're now you're connecting to the vibration of the entire group and you just can't help but feel this like collective heartbeat you yes. know, in a deep way. And so, um, so yeah, so even like chanting the mantras with family, I'm actually yeah. releasing my third track, um, it's based on that. I'm not sure if you're familiar with the Tuameva mantra. It's very popular in the in the in the yoga in in the sort of yogic community. Um, whether it's in, in many in many different lineages, um, yeah. but it's all about one love and self love. And okay, I'm yeah. releasing it around Christmas because I I, I it's I and the, the thing with what my music is, you know, based on the 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 meaning of the mantra, I've brought in like instrumentation and energy, of course, to sort of try and yes. you know, share that message without having to, you know, share the words. Yeah. Um, yeah. So it, it's kind of like very Christmassy and car yeah. like Christmas carol-y. And so I'm hoping that, you know, people will, and it's and it's also quite easy. So I'm hoping that families will get together and just, you know, yeah. share and ch chant the mantra together and feel that power yeah. and connection of just, you know, just um, w within their own room. Yeah, yeah. Definitely. I'm going to try that. I think, especially Christmas Day with my children. I need to. Oh, <laughs> yeah. And with like the healing aspect of it, did you have something that you were healing from and then this has helped you? Or is it just that you, yeah, you just drawn into it? Yeah. So um, I would say, so my second track, Onuma Shivaya, um, was definitely, is, is definitely sort of my go to. Um, mantra that I, you know, I, I use when I'm in a, a, a hard place. And so yeah. sort of just came to me, I, I had mentioned when my father was sick, yeah. um, and he, he later passed away. And so for me, um, I, you know, I, whenever I, when, I mean, whenever I'm in a really in a, in a, in a sad or frustrated place, um, I usually, thankfully, you know, come find the mantras, but that one specifically is the one that I, I chant to sort of help me come out of that. Yeah, um, and, yeah. And I see mantra as well. I mentioned, you know, it's um, it's it's sort of role is to heal our our anxious mind and and to kind of purify it. Um, yeah. And so, you know, anytime I'm like anytime I'm down, it's either it's either Gayatri or or Om Namah Shivaya that that yeah. comes through. Um, but um, but yeah, I mean, my, you know, for for me, it was it was more of a preventative tool growing yeah. up. Yeah. It was you know, let's 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 use these mantras to you know to call in our best life. Yeah. Um, and then, like I said, you know, like it just sort of, then when you sort of have them in your back pocket, I do believe because they are these, you know, these, these, like, I, I think they're like magical beings. Yeah. They, they show up when I need them. So, yeah. you know, if, I'm, if like randomly, if I'm, if I'm stuck somewhere, I'll just, uh, interestingly, like a, like any month that I, I don't know which one it is, but it'll just sort of show up like Twameva might show up and I'll be like, Oh, I, I, I guess I needed to think about like collective, you know, our collective and yeah. oneness right now. Right. Or okay. Yeah. Mana Mantra will come on, which is all about, you know, allowing us to move from, um, from, from death to immortality and darkness to light yeah. um, and falsehood to truth. And so it, it's, it's so interesting how they work. Um, that's why I, I believe that they're just ultimately magic. So, you yeah. know, I think, um, Obviously, I have a deeper relationship now with them because I've studied them so hard. Yeah, um, yeah. I really believe that even if we just sort of like listen to listen to them, you know, they'll they'll come to us when, when yeah. we need them. Yeah, yeah. Hey, 
I am so excited to tell you that I am ambassador for an amazing yoga apparel brand called Veya Mudra and it is a Swedish yoga brand that designs products for a healthy and active lifestyle and the company was actually founded in 2017 and I came on board in 2018 as an ambassador and it has since grown hugely huge 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 is and their aim is simple and we want to inspire as many people as possible to live a healthy life and to practice yoga because those who stick with regular yoga practice report themselves to be happier and healthier in life and like I am I love all these products so so much they are just so lovely and yes I am happy and healthy in my life (laughs) so we find inspiration to our products from all of yogis around the world by building deep relationships within the yoga community and they have gained invaluable insights and understanding of quality and function of the yoga products to satisfy all needs and all kinds of levels of yoga practice. And in 2020, Veo Madura committed to take serious steps towards becoming a sustainable brand. And as a result, they are now offering products made of recycled and other sustainable fabrics produced in the European Union manufacturer that complies with Greenpeace's environmental standards across the entire production chain isn't that amazing so go to veyamadra.com and use yogi gemma 15 for a 15 percent discount code at the checkout that's yogi gemma 15 for a 15 percent discount at the checkout and this yoga apparel brand is one of my favorites and they are so soft they're versatile and they last forever so yes go to veyamadra.com and use Yogi Gemma 15 for all of the 15% discount. And also when you have it, check out the hashtag Veyamudra Tribe on social media and and, and check it out and, and go and see it all. There's so much on there. But yeah, go to Yogi Gemma 15 on the checkout and get 15% discount. And I think just with society now, a lot of people don't really or have just turned it off, switched it off. But everyone, they are there to help you and you just need to listen and they will come back and help you. So they're always in, you, you will always find the answers within yourself. Yet I think society has always just said, no, just dull it down or don't listen to it. So I think that's a lot harder for us now to find our way to find it back again. Exactly. Yeah. And it, I mean, really, you're, you're right. And, and what the mantras are ultimately doing is they're just allowing us to more clearly hear the voice within, right? Which, as yes. you said, is, you know, all the wisdom does reside within. So all we need to do is just, you know, shut off the monkey mind and yeah. just allow ourselves to, you know, to fully relax and receive. And that's why I'm such a big fan of, um, of sound ceremony and of just using yes. sound as a, as a healing tool and incorporating it within the yoga practice, because I do think that it helps us, you know, get to the energy body and yeah. the energy body a lot faster than yeah. in meditation, like, you know, combining meditation with, with sound, I think is just like a, an incredible combo. If, you know, again, we don't need to be looking for like quick transcendence yes, and yeah. you know, quick peace. But if we, if we don't, if we only have like 10 minutes, I, I would say, you know, bring in the music. And yeah. then sort of like lay down and receive. And I, I do believe that you'll be able to drop in a lot faster. Yeah. And do you use sound bowls as well? I do. Yeah. I love sound bowls. They're amazing. I, yeah. I use sound bowls. I use, I use um, chimes. I, I use the harmonium. I use um, the kalimba. So a lot of these sounds that are like, you know, a little bit more ethereal. 
Um, and um, my my you know my main my main art form is is the voice. Yeah. Um, but having, but having the sounds there, I mean, it's I mean the the bowls there is just like it just yeah. a whole other level. Just an extra bit, yeah. And if you find that someone, I don't know, you had someone come to you and say that they've got a really bad illness or something like that, would mantras help and and affirmations and just listening, listening to your body, but also listening to to your music and and just yeah, saying to yourself constantly the mantras over and over. Will you find that that would heal them? Yeah. So, um, so I am also a, a health practitioner. So I have, um, I have a, a background in toxicology, nutrition. And, um, so I actually still continue to this day, work with, work with patients. And I, and, and I typically work with some uh, affiliated with a, with a functional medicine clinic in Toronto. And oh, wow. so I actually, uh, work with chronically ill patients. Um, and, I bring in both my Western and my Eastern training. And I, what I've realized is, you know, with, um, cause it, when, when you're healing from a chronic illness, it's, you know, the it's, it's multimodal in terms of, you know, the, your approach to healing, there's obviously the yeah. physical, but then there's the mental, the emotional, the spiritual. And so, um, when I bring in my, you know, my Eastern training, specifically the mantra, I'll, I'll use often a mix of, of Kriya and mantra. Yeah. Um, I find that we can really, we can really get to the source, the source of the problem um, in a way that we just can't, if we're, if we're strictly using, you know, um, like talk therapy, you know, diet, nutrition, yeah. like looking at the habits, um, doing, you know, kind of understanding more on the physical layer. And yeah. obviously that's really important too, because a lot of my clients will have, you know, high levels of heavy metals that we need to, we need to work through and we can yeah. only do using you know, supplements, nutrition, um, et cetera, et cetera. But I find that the, the, the incorporating the mantras, um, and the breath work allow us to reach, um, just reach a deeper state of healing yeah. um, faster and also bring people like a lot of just comfort in the yeah. process when they need it the most, I suppose as well, because they're always, they might be emotional because they don't know how to deal with their emotions because of whatever they're healing from so I suppose that then really helps as well to bring it into that yeah and also it's just more accessible and that's like yeah. my 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 whole intention with this is it's really like I'm over the years after I've been been working as a as a practitioner for so many years I mean I there's people who are just built in with motivation you know like they have motivation they they they, they, they want to heal they're committed yeah. yeah and that's also largely tied to their upbringing and and thankfully you know a lot of people they, they, they just had a better upbringing, which allowed for them to, you know, to feel that motivation. But then there's yeah. like, I would say the majority of the world who, you know, who really struggle with their health. And also that's tied to, you know, their, their placement in society and, 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 you know, and their lack of privilege. Yes. So my, my kind of intention with this is to, you know, let's, let's think about like accessible forms of healing ways that accessible and affordable how yeah. can we help, help people heal in a way that you know is just like low barriers so that they can at least feel the shift within them which will then you know allow them to then ask for what they need but even get to yeah. that like, listening deep listening right and um so you know in the in the west one of my approaches has been like green smoothies and and getting people on smoothies because again i thought you know that's a very kind of accessible accessible 
a form of healing yeah. versus telling them to kind of like revamp their whole diet. So I'll say, yeah. let's, just, let's just put you on one smoothie a day. I'll share the recipe. There's many different options. And once they do that, they're like, oh, I can do this. It's a little bit easier. Okay. Yes. It's like, you know, it's like run for five minutes. And then of course it's easier to take the next five minutes and the next five yeah. minutes. Right? Yeah. Um, similarly with, Thanks. I think with, with mantras, it's like, you know, it's, it, I think hopefully it'll get people more interested in the practice of yoga, which is, as you know, there's many layers, there's many limbs, right? So yes. it'll, you know, allow them to feel peace and at least hear themselves better. And then hopefully their own voice will just sort of guide them to the next step. Yeah. Yeah. And then also, yeah, like with going back to nutrition. So is it that you would then give them like a, a nutrition plan or just using what they, they hear from inside? So using it more intuitively. Um, it's, it, it'd be a mix of both. Like I'll always, I'll always tell people at the end of the day to come back and listen to their intuition because the whole point, as we know, is to help people unlock their own listening to their own voice. Yes. Right. And yeah. they're ultimately like the, the, the wisdom within will guide them. But of course, um, people are coming to me for my, you know, I, I have a PhD in toxicology nutrition. So I have to, I have to make sure that I'm offering them you know, the, like a structured diet plan yeah. and one that's, you know, evidence-based yeah. and, but, but it'll always be evidence-based. And then of course, based on their own liking. So it's a 100% personalized and yeah, that's good. Um, but yeah, so, so, so it's very much a mix, yeah. um, it's, you know, especially when we're healing from chronic illness, it's, it's different from if, if it's, if it's maintain, ma maintenance or optimization of one's health, yeah. then, you know, then I can tell people like, look, go to the, go to the, you know, the health food store and just like really tune in to, you know, what's important for you and you will find it. Yeah. I can more so do that to somebody who, you know, is working on, on just really optimizing mind, body, spirit, but for yeah. someone who has like Lyme disease or rheumatoid arthritis, or, you know, some of the patients that I work with have really, really complex chronic illnesses. Yeah. Uh, it's, you know, they really need support because we need to, you know, we need to, tackle the disease in a very particular way and if we yes. don't and that could you know mean four more years of quote unquote. yeah yeah that's true that's really interesting really interesting actually but then also so with with your clients do you then it depends on their own specific needs i suppose whereas some some might not want to be the spiritual minded but then others might want to be so do you come up against that quite a bit definitely i mean i I will obviously always, um, you know, they're coming to me. And so by, by nature, I'm spiritual. Yes. And yeah. There's something that. that they connected with by just sort of, you know, finding me. And so naturally I will, you know, I will, I will make, I will make available all the tools in my toolbox. And if they're very clear and to say like, look, I only want to work on the physical and I only want yeah. a diet plan and I only want X, Y, and Z then I'll, you know, then I will share that, but I'll still be Rhea. And, yeah. and so I think, you know, naturally the spirituality will ooze out of me. Yeah. <laughs> just, yeah. just, you know, how, how obvious is that? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That sounds really, really good. Really amazing. And what two things or two tips would you give us today for anything? Yeah, well, I mean, I'll, I'll talk about mantras because, you know, that's, um, that's my, as I mentioned, my, my primary, you know, healing art form right now. And I would say, you know, in terms of tips, um, I would say, you know, like listen to the music and, and, 
um, as a as a as a starting place if you're whether whether you're you know you're you're looking to connect more deeply with with you know with your own spirituality um, with if, whether you're you know if you're if you're whether you're just interested in in like calming your mind I think all of us just need like more calm and more peace yes. so I would say um, consider using the mantras as a tool for peace and healing and you know and and spirituality if 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 if, it's, if that's if that's of interest to you. Um, and just sort of like be open to it. Yeah. Um, and, um, and I, you know, since we, since we did chat about um, smoothies, I can <laughs> yeah. say um, it's, it's a little bit interesting time of year. I'm not sure exactly what, you know, what, what geographies your audience is in, um, but smoothies could also, um, could also be soups, you know, and they, they yeah. could be heated up, of course. So I would say, um, you know, it's, I, I'm, I'm, I, I don't believe there's a healthier food and like food form in the world. And yeah. I think we can, you know, we can, we can pack pretty much all of our days, um, like daily requirements of, 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 of minerals, vitamins, uh, fiber, you know, healthy fats, uh, protein into this one drink. Um, mm -hmm. and so if you are, you know, if you are looking for like just more energy and vitality and, um, and nourishment, um, consider, consider actually making a smoothie that's, you know, that's got primarily like greens, yes, uh, 40 to 60% greens, a less, very little fruit, you know, we're talking 20 to 40%, but more on the 20% side. Yeah. And then, you know, protein, healthy fats, flax, chia, hemp seeds. Um, and, um, and yeah. And, and, and just sort of like, you know, chew and, 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 yeah. and, and allow those nutrients to, you know, to, uh, to work on your cells and to bring you, you know, bring you a lot of joy. Thank you. That's been amazing. And where can people find you? What's your website? Although I will put all of the notes, um, your, your links in the show notes. Yeah. Um, so I would say people are on Instagram right now. I'm sharing sort of, that, that's sort of my, the, the, the major platform that I'm using. So that's keeping it Ria. Um, and I guess you'll, you'll, you'll link that. Yeah. Um, and my website, if people want to also, um, I did, I did found global smoothie day and I do have, um, you know, um, a, a, like a 40 page ebook that's just for free on the website. So people want to, you know, check out recipes and also just like learn more about me. They can go to my website, livingria.com, um, and forward slash music. If you want to learn more about my music. Um, and yeah, I'm on, I'm also on Facebook and Twitter and LinkedIn. So depending on where people are at and how they want to connect with me, you can find me everywhere. <laughs> That's good. Oh, thank you so much for being on. It's been really interesting. Thank you so much for the opportunity. That's all right. We'll definitely catch up soon. Namaste. <laughs> oh so as always I would love to hear your thoughts about this episode so please leave a comment or tag me on social media using at Yogi Gemma I'm always so grateful to hear your thoughts and thank you thank you thank you from the bottom of my heart for listening to this episode I will be back next week with another one another fun episode for you guys to listen to and also please leave a review on iTunes or like and subscribe to this podcast because it really means the world to me so thank you thank you thank you so much and I will see you very soon Thank you.